that oh was... my god <laughs> what <laughs> oh my, my god. god how long is that bird in my house owning a lot of plants heavy magazines not upgrading to the newest iPhone even though you can afford to the singer Robin having LED lights on your wall a good kosher cooking welcome to Crazy Hot a podcast about what makes us all so fucking And so are you. I'm Eileen. I just showered using my favorite thing for my hair called Olaplex 3, which I did end up <laughs> recommending to my therapist. Damn. And I'm Lauren. In our therapy session. Does my neighbor cook the same breakfast every day of his life? Smells like a yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lauren, I noticed that you're wearing a rainbow sweater. Can you tell us what that's about? Um. <laughs> well, I feel like now I... I'm appropriating gay culture because it that when I first came on Eileen's like oh Lauren are you gay nice sweater and exactly I'm an ally certainly um I I don't know what else to say don't worry I'm not attacking you I am purely curious Mm -hmm. I I remember because our good friend Molly Elizabeth Brown has that same sweater and she took headshots in it Really? You know what? Do you remember? Yes, I do. And I thought it was the same sweater, but this I got at Beacon's Closet in Park Slope, which is the very best thrift store. Oh my Um, God, it's so good. It's so good. I mean, without saying too much, someone in that neighborhood works for Stella McCartney and just brings them all the stuff that she doesn't want. Or he. (sighs) Amazing. Um, One time I went there to bring clothes back and um, they were like, okay, you can come back, you know, like tomorrow. And I was like, no, I'm going to sit here and wait for you to look at my clothes because I didn't really realize like that that was kind of what people did. So I just sat there for like an hour until they had the chance. And then I think I made five dollars and they probably thought I was a loser. (laughs) A loser. (laughs) So you sat there while they picked up all of your garments and like almost threw up because that's how it's been for me even at the worst thrift stores they're like exactly they were about they kept looking over at me being like that's the girl with all the pit stains in her shirts and like every single shirt that she has there's like yellow pit stains and as you're waiting like you just see your own pit stains in your current shirt just mm-hmm. like growing out expanding like water <laughs> but what i wanted to oh. say about this sweater was this has a vintage yes. tag in it it's a it's an old old oldie so unless Molly Brown is a time traveling queer mm. woman, this Which is not the same sweater. We don't know. Everything she actually about our friends. If I had to pick someone who's time traveling, it's Molly. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, you can totally hear me breathing like a lot. Mm. <sighs> Sorry. It's four o'clock here in the states, and uh, it's when the pig breath comes out. Okay, these teats are tired. <laughs> When your teeth are tired and you start having pig breath, I think we should thumbs up from our guest um, on the Zoom call. Thank you so much for your support. Um, I think we should introduce our guest, probably. I think 100%. Eileen, 
Spread those cheeks and let it rip. <laughs> oh, you know I will. Those cheeks being my lips with words. <laughs> Our guest is such an amazing person. She is young and also timelessly wise. She's beautiful. She's weird. Um, she's wearing a head wrap a la a la who would you compare yourself to in that head wrap it's guess? it's julia roberts in the movie stepmom with susan oh sarandon. that's right yeah that's mm-hmm. right that's julia roberts as a la julia roberts in the movie stepmom mm-hmm. with susan sarandon yeah we love her so much um please give a very warm welcome to emily, emily evans wow yes. thank you so much Wow. Oh my God, you're so welcome. Oh my God. Lauren, I want you to know that rainbows are not owned by LGBTQ plus people. You know, anyone can wear a rainbow, but if you do wear a rainbow, we will all have to ask you what the rainbow is about. Mm -hmm. You will have to clarify, are you gay? Are you an ally? Are you wearing one ironically? And if so, is that that wrong to ask people? To just come up and be like, hey, what's your deal with the rainbow? Well, I mean, I was just asking Lauren because, like, it's Lauren. I probably wouldn't do that, like, to a stranger. Right, yeah. It shouldn't be a habit that we form. I guess not. I mean, I think you can safely assume anyone. I I would assume that anyone wearing a rainbow is at mm-hmm. least cool with gay people. Yeah, or a two-year-old. Or two. Yeah. <laughs> and but also, or cool uh, with yes. all people. <laughs> I would say that they're Those cool are actually with gay people, really- too. Yeah, and those are actually very not gay rainbows, I find. Yeah. Two-year-olds? The ones on, like, on a two-year-old shirt that are just, like, rainbow. So you you think some rainbows are gay and some rainbows are not gay? I think some exude more of a gay vibe than other What would you say? Can you give me an example of the gayest rainbow? The gayest rainbow (laughs) is, like, when you um, see... Oh, nothing I say is going to... Eileen, tap me in, tap me in. (laughs) Lauren, Lauren, can you answer for me? Gayest rainbow is like a tiny patch of rainbow on like a Tom Brown sneaker, like a luxe piece. (laughs) Like this is a luxe Mm. knit, right? Mm -hmm. This is Mm -hmm. guy. Um, Because when I see someone walking through the West Village with a tiny little rainbow patch on some shirt that I can tell is a high thread count, I am like, you are a gay man with a huge discretionary income mm-hmm. and that is like the like a powerful like gay man walking through the west village i'm like that's the gayest thing possible yeah I except think- for gay women i mean it's all it's a it's a beautiful utopia and ecosystem so not to be exclusionary i think the gayest rainbow is like when you look into a puddle and then you just kind of see a rainbow in there from like the pavement <gasps> underneath i think that's the gayest mm-hmm. rainbow isn't that like Aww. a gas leak? Like when your car leaks gas? <laughs> Probably. I think it's a That's little bit dangerous and that is a rainbow. <laughs> okay, so Emily Evans, our guest, we are so happy to have you on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have one question for you. Yeah. Why, Why are you, are you so, so hot? hot? Yeah, I can give you three reasons why I'm what's so hot. What's your deal? Oh, my God. Amazing. Okay. Number one. What's um, your deal? Number one, it's my confidence, baby. And this comes closely linked to number two, which is my self-awareness. All right? So it's like I am confident enough to know when I am the hottest person in the room. And I am self-aware enough to know when I am not the hottest person in the room. And that balance right there is key to being this hot mm-hmm. and then the mm-hmm. third reason is my ass oh 
Your ass is exquisite. Does Pixar send you checks for using your likeness on all the moms? <laughs> yeah, they, they actually contacted me before making Elastigirl, and they were like, we really got it. We really got to use that ass. We've been using our surveillance like, cameras. <laughs> and you were just like, as long as you don't make her blonde, like, change her a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, I was, brunette. yeah. I mean, because I'm not Elastigirl, obviously, just the ass part. Just the ass part. <laughs> just the ass part. That is so great to know. So you do identify as um, gay. Yes. Um, can you tell us one thing that you find attractive, that you find hot in others that, that other people might be like, what? That's weird. What does that have to do with her being gay? Yeah. Do you <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, it doesn't. I just wanted the audience to know, like, we're talking. To yeah, absolutely. I'm gay. and Gay Emily Literally, Evans. I am so gay that literally the other day, I was just sitting here thinking about it, and I just, I do not. I just fundamentally do not understand how people are attracted to men. And there's, like, some men where I'm like, okay. I was trying to figure out where I was at on the Kinsey scale. And I was like, mm -hmm. I, like, there's no men that I really think are attractive, but then some very specific where it's like, okay, I understand that that's attractive, but it's very mm -hmm. rare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were talking about you last night. Oh yeah, we were talking, because I, you had told me one time that you did think maybe that Zac Efron was attractive. Yeah, I did, I did. And so I guess, I mean, what made Zac hot in that show that came out this summer where he just travels all around was mm -hmm. and I think that this is a hot thing in general is authenticity baby he was so mm. and he was authentically being himself and he's kind of dumb and I think if a guy's gonna be hot then I think he has to be kind of dumb because that's just like what I I mean look 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 am I being heterophobic right now <laughs> you are but we love it yeah yeah I'm allowed to <laughs> we welcome it here they'll survive yeah they'll I survive. think so wait so the question is what do I find hot that most people would not think are hot yeah like what's one thing that when people are when you're like oh my god i love like this and people are like that is like not to king shame but like that's weird yeah i mean does pointy noses count i'm super into like pointed features Ooh, what okay like a like like a geometric goddess yeah i mean it doesn't have to be geometric it can be like different shaped it's just like you know how you know how we talk about that game where some people are mouse people and some people are rat people? No, I yes. really don't. Yeah, some because people You've told me in improv before you've been like, Lauren, you and I only rats. Yeah, we're rats. We're rats. Eileen Eileen's a mouse. Nice. Mm -hmm. What mm -hmm. is? What, do you mean like my <laughs> features? Yes, yeah. bewildered. People, yeah, people have rat, people have rat faces and people have mouse faces. This is a thing that my okay. friends taught me in college, and so mm -hmm. I would say that the kind of features I'm attracted to are on rat faces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, that makes sense. Do you ever just look at someone and you're like, that person has like a face? Absolutely. You know? Some people yeah. really have faces, and other people really don't. They really, it's like you barely have a face. Yeah. Like, Tough question. Do models, do you have to have a face to be a model? Or do you have to have a, a like canvas that you can do in all different ways? I think it depends on the type of model. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, because I think that's like the two things that people can have. Either like they're coming into modeling and they're like, I've also watched a ton of top models. So I can absolutely speak on behalf of all models everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so it's either you're going to show up and you're going to be the canvas or mm -hmm. you're going to show up and then it's like, 
boom, I have this face and then right. they can't stop taking photos of you. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's one or the other. And some people like look kind of, you know, people who do have like, wow, you have like a face, like they look a little bit strange, uh-huh. but that is like what makes them a successful model is like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to forget. That's what gives that them the face. face. So, okay. I have a question. People mm-hmm. say that I look like someone they know all of the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. mistake me for other people. So does that mean that I don't have a memorable face? We talked about this with Mary a little bit last pod. Um, the last guest we had on was saying that people come up to her and she thinks it's a vibe she gives off mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. people aren't comfortable telling other people, hey, you look like this or do I know you? Unless mm-hmm. you have some sort of a, I, I don't know, unless you have some sort of a warmth about you. Like, so that could be part of it. I think you don't, I don't think it's that you, I think you have a memorable face and, and it's a very like, pleasing face in general I would say most people are like I'm fishing right now you have a pleasing face and most people would find you attractive and so when people are like oh wow look at her she like she looks familiar to me because I know those features that's like a nice looking face but Mm -hmm. I also think like what Lauren was saying it is so much about the aura and like the vibe that you give off that makes someone feel like they know you, mm-hmm. you know? For sure. Wow, thank you. Both of those were huge compliments, and I will oh take God. them. I think it is you're a compliment. When literally welcome. You're so welcome. It's for free. <laughs> when people come up to you, like, if you look like Danny DeVito, not a lot of people are going to be like, oh, my God. I, you Are you the person I know? <laughs> oh, my God, Danny DeVito, and, do I know you? Yeah, and then you're going to be like, okay, show me a picture of that person. Which ha- I've also, that happens to me a lot too. Like I've had somebody tell me that I was lying to them because I wasn't who they said I was. <laughs> and they were like, you work for Condé Nast. And I'm like, I don't work in the fucking 9-11 museum tower, which is where Condé Nast is now. Spooky. Oh, um, spooky. I was like, I would never work there. And I don't. And they were like, mm. okay, well, I know you. And I was like, oh, all right. Wow. Well, you wish okay, you well, know me. <laughs> maybe you owe me money. Mm-hmm. But I have had people show me photos of the person they think I am. And I'm like back away from me i'm like, trying to go to literally van not me at all no truly it's someone who's I'm like trying to go to van Lu. <laughs> wait one time one time when i was waiting tables i had a table that was like you look so much like one of our students can we take a photo with you to send to her they said that they were like music teachers and i was like sure so i took a photo with them and then mm-hmm. i'm like walking around and then they tried to airdrop me the photo and I think they were what? trying to like airdrop it also to like other people in the restaurant. So they just took a photo of me. We're airdropping it around the restaurant. And I'm like, what? What was the point of that? Maybe they thought you were like famous. Like, was I getting bullied? I really don't know. I Maybe it might have been a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, maybe. there's that photo out there. Like, I love it, though. I love it. That though. Is so weird. <laughs> it made me feel really famous. So I loved it. It's like you got to such- turn your turn your public airdrop off i know i know riding the subway you have to turn that yeah. off mm-hmm. i was once airdropped an extremely disturbing i know photo it's always the, the worst subway. photos what was it okay it was two <laughs> imagine two penises no. and then the foreskin of one is enveloping the tip of the other penis that photo someone airdropped to me and i have it saved it's because like a it's snake just... eating another snake 
Yeah, and I did save it. No, I didn't save it. I didn't accept it, but I screenshotted it because that's I called was docking. like, that's insane. That's called docking, I think. Uh, docking? Do you, do you mean doxing? Lauren, no, would she does this all no, the like, time. I know this, yeah. What What's docking? It's when you, when you dock someone else's penis into your foreskin. Um, the sweater told me. The gay sweater told me. I have a whole bunch of information. Lauren, I thought that you were saying that sending airdrops to people, yeah, that like is random also people, what's called I... docking. And I was like, yeah, Lauren does that <laughs> yes. all the time. And then it was, no, it was the penis. And mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Same. That's what I thought. And I was like, oh, no, I think you mean doxing. And I think you're confused. But I'm confused, apparently. Wait, have you guys heard about this thing called um, sounding? No. No. Okay, what it's when it? I'll tell you off air because it's no, it's no, fine. Just, I'll just, just say it. it. Just say you can edit it. It's out. when you, it's when you, it's when you put like rods into a penis hole. Wouldn't that really hurt? But some people are like into that. Ugh. Oh, so and again, I want to emphasize sick. that we are not kink shaming. No, We're absolutely just, not. We're just amazed because that sounds horrible. So it's like, why would you do that? And Ugh. it's not, we're not judging you as people, but we are making fun of you like a little bit because. Why don't you get a catheter? bad. Just go get a catheter. You'll yeah. love it. Yeah. I don't know anything about penises, but I know that that would mm-hmm. be painful. Imagine putting it, putting a rod in your urethra. I can't even as find woman, my urethra. Me neither. It I used to think you. that. <laughs> I can find you. <laughs> That's um, a possible okay. merch opportunity. You can't find your urethra, but it can, can find, find you. Find if you. you make merch, please email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. <laughs> if you're a t-shirt company. <laughs> if you're a t-shirt company. Please. Wait. Um, you could. Okay, so Emily, you have um, a lovely life partner. Yeah. Or have you guys talked about that yet? If you're together? About whether or not it's for life? Um, yeah. I, I mean, no, we haven't seriously talked about it, but we mm-hmm. haven't not talked about it. It's just like sometimes mm-hmm. you'll make the joke. Um, mm-hmm. Like, because we've talked about how I'll die first. Um, so that oh, seems why why do based, you think you'll die first based on what based on yeah. what listen my grandma reads palms and she, I watched her read all of my brother's palms and go oh a beautiful long life and then when she was looking at mine she just goes a good career <laughs> <laughs> nothing nothing about my lifeline and so I'm like dang I'm gonna burn oh, wow. hot and then burn right out <laughs> you know what I'd rather have a good career than have love that sounds horrible, but I, I would. Is that, is that really bad? I'm just saying that, though, because I have love. Yeah. So tell us about your partner, Jamie. We love her. We know her. We love her. Love you, um, James. H- how, tell us all about how much you love each other. Wow. Well, I think we like each other a lot. Um, Jamie is so private, and so she always says that I'm not supposed to talk about her <gasps> when I do comedy. Um, I know because she's so private but so she and I so being in quarantine the big thing is like that we're together constantly this is a Brooklyn apartment it's Mm -hmm. tiny if you Mm -hmm. you can see behind me I have a grate in the wall so even if you're in the living room you can hear what's happening in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and so it's just Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I cannot be loud and express myself the way that I need to when there's someone else right on the other side of the wall you know Mm -hmm. and so what we have arranged and I think that this arrangement this is love and this defines our relationship is that she gets a lot of quiet time she's an introvert you know I'm an extrovert I'm very social we're very opposite so during the day she'll get her quiet time reading books and stuff and then she will go for a walk and then I get my loud time 
And I think loud mm-hmm. time is the perfect balance. Cause then I can just scream and sing and like upset the entire building and then she can come back. And then we've both gotten what we needed from the day. Mm-hmm. Aww, in some great. women, anxiety is unexpressed sound. Yeah. Interesting. Why? Well, in we, some folks. Because we're not allowed to use our voices. Exactly. In some folks in general and people, anxiety can manifest as unexpressed sound, um, especially if it's been villainized or looked down upon. And in women who are told to be quiet mm-hmm. all the time and demure, mm-hmm. some women really feel uh, it to be very cathartic to express a lot of sound. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that I just have to. I'm someone who, like, in order to feel alive, I need people to be looking at me. I need people to mm-hmm. hear. Like, I'm somebody who also tells everybody what I'm thinking all the time because it just Same. makes it feel more real if everybody else, like, knows what's going on. Doesn't that blow your mind that you're, like, when people say they're private or don't share a lot, mm-hmm. first of all, and let me know if this is true for everyone out there, Um, I am, like, why are you private? Like that is the worst yeah. thing you can say to a nosy person because you're like, mm-hmm. what did you do? What's wrong with mm-hmm. you? Yeah. What's your little secret? Why are you private? Even though <laughs> you can tell me, mommy, I don't know anybody these days. <laughs> Why are you so private, baby? <laughs> Why are you so baby? <laughs> and that's literally all the things I say out loud right back to them when they're like, I'm very private. <laughs> so after five minutes of me singing and speaking in weird voices. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. I'm going to do that. If if anyone comes to be like, um, you're being a little loud, I'll be like, I'm very private. I actually don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I, actually I feel a little say violated. that without laughing. I'm actually a very yeah. private person. Because <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Guys, um, I, we have to take we have to take a I'm really sorry about this. We're really Emily, sorry. we did not say this to you at the beginning, but okay. it's something that we're actually very private about. We entered into a very lucrative, what we thought was a lucrative contract with mm-hmm. a gym in Queens, and we have to actually do a commercial for them. Okay, great. Um, right now. We have to do it right now, and then I'd like to, we talk a little bit more about our personality types. Okay, but. absolutely. Okay. Love to work out as much as you love Mardi Gras? Well, if you live in Astoria, Queens, you're in luck. Gator Pump is the newest independently owned gym hotspot. They have everything you love about Mardi Gras and the great city of New Orleans right here in NYC. Blaring Zydeco music, free sunburns, teeny plastic babies hidden under the the belt of a lucky treadmill, and those plastic sippy cups for adults shaped like long skinny dumbbells. So get schlicked at Gator Pump, where you'll say hola guacanola at our introductory (laughs) special. A smile gets you three free years of membership. No, please no flashing unless you want to. It's New Orleans. Gator Pump. I'm so, so sorry, sorry that I had to say that, that to you. Also, really sorry for the horrible copy because I'm still not sure what the product is. It's a gym. I went there to pick up my long skinny drink tube. You know, the long skinny ones with like the circles at the top and bottom and the long skinny mm-hmm. handle. Mm-hmm. Like a bong. It kind of looks like a bong, but they're big in New Orleans. And... First of all, everyone behind the desk was wasted. Oh, my God. I was outside, the, in between the two doors of the gym, like, rattling them, like, you know, Marley and Marley <laughs> for for hours. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Zydeco music was so loud. And it was horrible. I mean, it was like a hellscape. But the people of Queens love it. They love independently owned gyms. They love boutique yeah. gyms. And they've paid us a lot of money to advertise for them, so I understand. I go to Z- go to Gator Pump. Go to Gator Pump. Go to Gator Pump. One okay, smile yeah. is three free years of membership. Gator Pump. Pump. I mean, your that's trunk. a deal. Yeah, that's a steal. It's a steal. I mean, you wouldn't never want to go there. You could. 
I'd rather go to jail than go to Gator Pump, but <laughs> which actually they have a lot in common um, <laughs> if you think about it. But anyways, mm-hmm. so guys, I did your Chinese zodiac. Okay, sick, Emily. It's only nice if I do yours first, even though everybody's wondering what's I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, false. Is there a golden bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my sign is golden bitch. You're yeah. the golden bitch. Yeah, that sounds right for you, Eileen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All in. Mm-hmm. All right. Emma. Emma. You are the water rooster. Anybody born between January 23rd of 93 and February 9th of 94 is also a water rooster. Bok, bok, bok. That's what a rooster yeah. sounds like, right? That's true. Can you do the sound, but have like kind of a gurgle like you're underwater? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Nice. I make that sound. Um, don't read into okay. that. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. In Got China, it. the rooster is associated with five virtues. Confidence, ability, trustworthiness, courage, and kindness. You are a keen observer and most of the time very accurate in your observations. Sometimes people wonder if you were born with an invisible eye in the back of your head. Just like a true rooster who shows off its gorgeous feathers, you like to be noticed and flattered. You have a colorful personality and are considered flamboyant. Oh. What do you think, Em? Wow, I think that's spot on. I mean, they even at the end, they're like, (laughs) and you're gay. (laughs) Yeah, truly. (laughs) Yeah, they really, they (laughs) nailed it. Uh, Wow. I mean... Here's the thing, because I'm also, I'm a cancer. And so people say that cancers are very intuitive. And then that was saying that I have the third eye. And it's literally like, I have wondered sometimes if I'm psychic. Can you tell us about a time when you feel like you predicted something in a psychic way? I predicted my therapist's pregnancy. (gasps) That's right, in the dream. Yeah, I kept having dreams. Well, I had dreams that I was pregnant. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. like I exactly knew it was going to be her. But I also kept joking to people about her getting pregnant. I was like, well, you know, she's of the age because I love to talk about my therapist's personal life. I know nothing about mm-hmm. it, but I love to, you know, you make do. it up. Mm-hmm. I really do. And yeah. to make it up. I love to just make it up. I'm like, here's what I think she's doing right now. You should put mm-hmm. on a play at under St. Mark's, invite her to it and really creep her the fuck out. And it will be like a very intimate portrait of her home life. Yeah. And it'll be called Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Is that her name? Yeah, that's her name. And mm-hmm. Okay, wait, so the pregnancy, and then I'll tell you another. I can talk hours and hours about my therapist. Please, Um, yes. Well, because also you think about it. Look, I'm just going to go into the therapy stuff. I've been in therapy with her for like five years, and I've been going in twice a week for like four years. So I see her a lot. So That is a lot. That is a lot. Twice a week for four years? Wow. The pregnancy thing is like I was having these dreams about pregnancy, kept making jokes that she was going to be pregnant. And then one day I come in for a session. And before the session, she's like, Emily, I need to tell you something. And um, what did you think she was going to tell you? I wasn't sure. I like really it was just so I was just so taken aback because like a therapy session never starts with your therapist being like, I'm going to talk. You Mm -hmm. know, it's like she Mm -hmm. normally sits Mm -hmm. there silently and waits for Mm -hmm. me to start the conversation. The reason I ask is because I would think the way my brain works that I was yeah. in trouble, even though I did nothing wrong but show up like on time and pay my. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was. I'd I be mean, like, oh no, was like, she's she's dropping me as a client. I proved to be too difficult. She's like, she's beyond help. I I gotta get rid of Emily. Oh, no. <laughs> but so then she was like, it's it's a little bit early, but I'm telling you this because I feel like you already know. 
right? And then she told what? me that she Say was more. pregnant. Well, she she just thinks that I'm very intuitive is what she said. And um, that, I don't know, because I'd been talking about her being pregnant. I kept coming in and talking about my pregnancy dreams to her. So she and I were talking about pregnancy a lot and she was pregnant. And so I think mm. she like felt like I already knew because I kept bringing it up. And even though Whoa. she hadn't told me and yeah. And that's not, and that's not the first time in my life that it's been like, yeah, I think I'm just one of those people who I really feel like the energy and like the emotions of like what's going on around me. And I just pick up on it subconsciously and also consciously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So I really, that's I really so do have that freaky. extra eye. Isn't that, I was so, I left that and I was shook. <laughs> You're like, I have a gift. Yeah, I literally no. I'm that's a raven. That's, Give me a TV show. That summer, I like brought, I bought books about like getting in touch with your psychic self, and I like bought gems that are supposed to like help open it up. I only committed to it for like two months, but yeah. Do you put the gems in your urethra? Yeah, that's exactly where. I like put in them. that, like in that episode of of High Maintenance. Have you seen that? No, no. There's a dude who in an episode of High Maintenance who does put a gem in his penis hole because. <laughs> Um, someone tells him that it will be good. And was oh it? It's not. No, the girl who was sleeping with him was like, "You're fucking psycho," and then she left. I think wow. after this, we should all go put a rose quartz in our urethra and just see how we feel. Done. I have one in the pocket of my coat. <laughs> Actually, someone someone gave me one once, and she was like, "You should wear it in this, in like the pocket that's over your heart because it's like good for your a woman's health to have rose quartz over her heart or something okay but what woman has a pocket over her heart um this woman show me yeah if you wear a button-up i have i have pockets over my heart <gasps> get a rose quartz and put it over it okay. right now everybody everyone has a pocket over their heart except except for, for you, you lauren. lauren so i don't wow. think the question is like wrong with us you don't wow. like my rainbow you're sweater not gay you're not a woman <laughs> Guys, All one time this. an Uber driver told me a man who was driving. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah, that I've TikTok? never been to Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this guy who was yeah. driving me um, mm-hmm. to the Megabus stop when I was going home once told me that he buys high quality rhinestones and puts them on the tip of his penis mm-hmm. and with glue, with like body glue, and. He they stay on for like weeks and weeks and they help his he put it his woman get more pleasure and he was like yeah you should look into them for your boyfriend and it was a weird conversation because I didn't feel like he was crossing the line he was like just talking to me about this you know admittedly kind of strange thing that he did um I think an Uber driver mentioning his penis <laughs> is over the line if, I, would I think say. anyone who you do not intimately know mentioning yeah. penis to you mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. is too mm-hmm. much well this is why i say it was strange that it wasn't offensive to me because i was mm-hmm. like oh that's cool that's I how you know, know. it really came really in good spirit yeah mm-hmm. but wait wow. so i'm sorry i want to make sure i understand this right so he's gluing little gems to to his penis yeah, he gets his glue and he gets these little rhinestones. And but he so, put, oh, you know what he said? He puts it. So if this is the price. He puts it like four on the underside of it, so they rub against your like perineum, like the you know, the cron. To so I don't know. Connection. I don't know a lot about how penises work. So if you're gluing them, would they only be able to be there when it's erect because it like stretches out. I literally, I have no visual representation in my mind. Yeah. Wouldn't they shrink down? 
Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. It is kind of. I mean, they'd go from like every, I mean, you'd have to really, me- you'd have to put it on when you were completely. When you were flaccid. flaccid yeah. Because you'd have to stack <laughs> at least like a totem pole. And then when you. Oh my God. When the, the, um, you know. And so that's supposed to feel good inside. Like, do you feel like the inside of your vaginas are mm-hmm. that sensitive where you could like feel that? Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that like maybe putting the right size of a gem more towards like the base of the penis so that your clit bumps into it like that would make more sense to me but again Mm -hmm. i don't know a lot about straight sex yeah yeah but that's how i picture it in my mind well the base of the penis would not be against the clit it would would be be against the perineum near your taint Mm-hmm. Because the penis would be inside. Of unless you were upside down doing it crazy style. Unless, yeah. Unless. <laughs> Wait, you were... I'm guys. So I'm so sorry. Hold on. Go New Orleans style on yourself, and we don't mean it in that way. <laughs> Gator pump located in pump beautiful Queens, New York. You can pump your penis with our penis pumps privately in the locker bay, or you can pump any other part of your body in our Zydeco themed workout realm. Gator pump. <laughs> One smile equals three free years of membership. Gator pump. So if this is sorry. your penis, okay. And this is the vagina. Right. And the things are on the bottom side of his yeah, penis. No, but you should put them on the top part of your penis. Well. Near the base, near the top. Isn't that where the click goes? Do you guys remember the Pain Olympics? No. <laughs> the Pain Olympics. No. You guys never watched that? The Pain Olympics? No. It was like back when no. you, you like typed in website names that you knew. When I was like homestarrunner.com and would go to like three websites. You never watch. You never he- heard the Pain Olympics. I've never heard of the Pain no. Olympics. Is it good? No. <laughs> it sounds good. It's it sounds like exactly you know what we need right now. Yeah, I'm gonna explain it. It's here's the fuck. Here's the fucked part. One, it was like the most sex education I had. Two, it was a website of videos of men cutting their penises in half with knives. No, stop it. And no. abusing their penises in a no. way that was horrifying. That I watched as like an eleven year old, and all of my friends watch. Like if if I asked anybody from my high school, have you seen the Pain Olympics? They have seen someone cut their penis in half with like a vegetable knife. Like they cut the the tip of it off. Wait, it's the I can't pa- believe I'm even saying this it's on air. The we might pain, have to watch it. pain Olympics. It's not paint. I thought it was paint the whole time, and I was like, how does this, <laughs> how does this connect to paint? <laughs> There's no way that you could judge paint that way. Like art is, you know, such a person to person. That doesn't make sense, Emily, that you would think it was paint Olympics. How would you judge that? Would a Georgia O'Keeffe be competing against a Matisse? Don't be ridiculous. One time my friends, I was at my cousin's house in New Jersey and I was like little, like eight or nine probably. Uh And we were flipping through channels and Jackass came on the TV and this dude wanted to sew his butt cheeks together because he didn't want to poop anymore. (laughs) And we and so we we clicked away like I was like, no, no, can't watch that. But then we were clicking through and guys, a bird just flew up. Bird just flew what? up. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my, oh God, my God. God. What do I do? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do I do? Oh, my God. Interview it. Interview it. Put the mic up to it. Oh, my God. Oh. What the fuck? Guys, what do Wait, I do? What the fuck? Um, I don't know. Oh, Open my God. The window more. Open the window more. Wait, I, I got to turn the, the sound. Fuck? How did it go in? How did it get in? That was so funny because I saw you seeing something. <laughs> Me too. Oh, wait. I was like, what did you do? Guys, this is what a crazy hot pod fuck? first. Oh my god, what do I- and we're this is a crazy <laughs> What do I- Um No, no, put it on the camera. Let Emily, us see. Do it. you have a gun? Get your gun. I'm videotaping it. I don't know how to how do I get it out? 
throw a shoe Emily, at it. Emily, I think that you need to. Do I have to catch the bird and then put it? Uh, I guess. Do you have... Maybe just try to open the window open more. Open the window. And it'll, fly, and it'll fly around, but, it it, fly. but it'll be fine. This bird was in Emily's room for about 12 minutes total. I'm going to skip ahead until the end. We do have video footage of the whole thing as well. You can see it on our Instagram at Crazy Hot Show. Just throw the bag out the window. Yeah, just throw the bag out the window. Throw it out the window. <laughs> he's not in the bag. Oh. Okay, well, okay, so he's closer now. Oh, he's so close. Just go. Yeah, you're so close, baby. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, oh my God. You think he's still in the bag? Is he? No, he's not. Okay, okay, close the window. Oh, close the window, close the window. window. Oh my God. That. Oh was... my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my, my God. God. How long was that bird in my house? Like 10, ten, minutes. 10 minutes. Holy shit. Okay. Can we that was psychotic. So I can go wash my hands. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Let's absolutely. yeah. Oh, wash your handies. That was fucking insane. That, that is the craziest fucked. thing that's ever happened to me. Oh my god. Wow. At least it was a sweet bird. Yeah. yeah but it lock like your door. <laughs> it wasn't an eagle. If an eagle was in a police room, I would leave my house. Yeah, well then you'd have to call animal control. Mm-hmm. Emily, you could have a very successful career on animal control. In animal control, rather, I guess. Or on the show Animal Control. Is that a show? No, but it'd be a good show. Wow. My brother has to do a lot of animal stuff. He had a wolf on the top of a parking garage in our town that he had to go, like, respond to. He constantly oh my God. has. Yeah. It jumped off the top of the garage, jumped 20 feet to the ground, and then sprinted away. Wait, I think I remember you telling us about this. Yeah. That is fucking insane. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to pour myself a glass of Prosecco. <laughs> Shitters. Is it cocktail hour? Guys, it's freaking cocktail, cocktail hour. hour. Take five. Listen to our sponsor one more time and get yourself a drinky drink. Gator Gym. Get that pump in your stump. If your stump is a rump, then get that pump in your stump. Gator Gym. Located in beautiful Queens. Gator Gym. I'm yeah, I grabbed a bottle of wine. Oh, amazing. I'll be having tequila. Nice. I'm having a little Prosecchi. Oh, I love Eileen has been having every time we talk to her. She's like, I'm enjoying a little Prosecco, which is so funny to me because I'm like, okay, I'm going to drink this whole bottle because I can't use my sealer that I have. And then I'm going to have a horrible headache Mm. for two days. Well, I am probably going to finish this bottle of Prosecco one night. I realize what I do. I drink about three bottles of wine a week um which for better for worse that's just the truth right now that's what it's about a half bottle of wine a night i think that makes sense that's like two glasses of wine a night that's like not that's probably about the same amount of alcohol that i'm drinking per week Mm -hmm. you know i well sometimes i also have tequila which keeps it's a pandemic so i'm just you know frigate frigate wow emily i was drinking amazing i'm sorry lauren go go ahead No, it's not important. No, it is. You were drinking what? You it were drinking is. What? I know. I was drinking like probably three drinks a night from March until mm, 
maybe like December, like all year. I was drinking so much. And then I wasn't drinking that much last month. Um, But when I was in therapy, my therapist, because of the way like my brain works and I structure rules for myself, really cautioned me to say anything is completely off limits, which I think is healthy because when Mm -hmm. you say something's off limits, it becomes your obsession, the one thing you can't Mm -hmm. have. Um, so I've been drinking a lot less, which has felt good. And I'm having a hard time right now being like, oh, I'm, I don't drink any, I wanting a drink and then being like, no, you don't need it. Don't have it. You're not allowed Mm -hmm. to have it. You can have it maybe with another Mm -hmm. person. And it's starting to become slowly like something that I'm thinking about more Mm -hmm. and more, even though I really do understand that I feel better when I don't drink that much all Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. So we'll, we'll update you, but yeah, Lauren, I get that. I think I'm the same way. Yeah, well, as yeah. because before the pandemic, I famously had not had alcohol in 19 months. And then I did begin drinking the moment the pandemic started. I was drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But for me, yeah, I think that now, especially like because I did like I didn't drink for so long and now I drink every day, but I don't feel the same like it doesn't feel like it has like this pull over me. Like I felt like it did before. Um, and mm. I not, that's not advice. I'm not, you know, an alcoholic that's recovering or anything. I just like stop drinking. So don't take that as like advice if you're an alcoholic. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like if you want to have one drink and you really want it, I think it's better to just have the drink instead of being like, I can't have this again, not advice if you're a real alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I this mean, is it definitely comes, advice. It comes Go down ahead. to like being hard on yourself, and like, do I need to be hard on myself and be like, this is something I shouldn't do? Like, should and shouldn't like are toxic. Mm-hmm. They're toxic. They I'll sure say are. It. They are toxic. Should is not a. Th- what is should? What, what is, is should? should? Exactly. Who who's who are you comparing your? Should is a comparative mm-hmm. term. So who are, who are you comparing yourself mm-hmm. to? Should is not a does not have a bottom to I'm going to say when that bird so, came in though I was like I should get this bird out of my house. Yes. Listen, when a bird comes it's recommended in so does that should. you get the bird out of your house. But I didn't but have what, to. Yeah, and if you really think about it what who is it hurting? Really? Like Who was it hurting? It, it was, was honestly the sweetest bird I've ever seen. It was so sweet. It was just scared. If you let it hang out, it could have done a Cinderella to you. You, you would have trained up, it. I mean, you literally are dressed like a sexy ass Cinderella with your like <gasps> That's true. I, I, I I'm like Cinderella from before. But you're making it, but make it like fashion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if there was a Cinderella reboot, but she was like 2021 millennial New York City. Gay as fuck. Gay bitch. Mm -hmm. You would be cast as her and I would be your evil stepsister. You know what would be so hot? First of all, we are the evil stepsisters like Drizella and I think we have to make this, you guys. This is a great idea. I actually think we do. And you- I'm actually going to write it down. Wait, Emily, it starts. It starts with a bird flies in your room. You're freaking out. You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? But then the bird, you keep the bird and you just train it because you have no other friends. You have no friends in the world. Yeah, everybody has come to you. Mm -hmm. And then you train the bird and it becomes your friend. And then it like goes out and gets you stuff. Yeah, dang. Is that still Cinderella? Because it's sounding like more Jumanji at this point. Well, we'd have to um, refine it. I think it sounds like yeah. a modern day Cinderella yeah, to me. Yeah. Jumanji was really scary. Like that was one of those movies where I would watch it and it was terrifying. Literally, literally, actually nightmares. So scary. Actually nightmares. It was a really scary movie. Uh, can I say one other thing that I would want for our Cinderella reboot? Yes. 
I think that instead of the stepsisters just being like hideous oafs that are like, like it's like what they say in acting or any, you know, improv or any type of theater. When you're the villain, you don't think you're the villain. Yeah. Yeah. You're justified mm-hmm. in what you do. And and they paint the stepsisters as like, like we're just so rich and dumb mm-hmm. and they're not compelling. Mm-hmm. What if Cinderella and the stepsisters have a very toxic gay relationship <laughs> where they're she's stuck in the house she's into the sisters the sisters are kind of into her they have brushes at parties they'll slip cinderella some like champagne and then they'll consensually meet but then it's very toxic because the next day they treat her like nothing mm-hmm. happened and they don't validate mm-hmm. their feelings for her and they're deeply closeted and toxic in wow. that way can we add so that step-sister do porn, we have the budget is what you're saying. do we have the budget no just like most of the girls i hooked just- up with in college <laughs> Oh, where'd you go to college? Uh, University of Vermont. University Vermont, of Vermont, baby. Vermont. All is the very girls cool. are gay Get there, out. but they're kind of closeted. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Well, you guys, that was an epic. I'm so glad we caught that on camera, and <laughs> yeah, we watched I need it. You to send it some video of that. Yeah, and we watched it unfold in real time. That is truly, truly mm-hmm. iconic. Um, Lauren, should we move on to two letters? Yeah, but I want to tell you about your Chinese. Yeah, I want to hear you guys' as Chinese. Oh, okay. okay, sure. I know what I we'll am. We'll have to I'm do some heavy. Okay. Do you know what that means? It means that I am super emotional, but also like crazy like a monkey. She's got it, actually. She doesn't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, well, let me let me just fill you in a little okay. bit more. Emily, I wanted to add to your profile mm-hmm. of the water rooster. <laughs> that, so you're, you're a rooster... It's a it's a twelve year cycle. It's an eleven point eight five year orbital period of Jupiter that the cycle is built on. But based on the actual year, so people twelve years before you right. are also this zodiac animal, but they might be a different element. So there are wood, fire, earth, metal, and water. Dang. So the water rooster is naturally a metal element but being a water rooster only strengthens your intelligence and your clear-headedness because water can um kind of take the shape of anything you're a little bit more malleable and a little bit more able to be adaptable Mm -hmm. um so you are not as authoritarian as other roosters like a metal rooster is like uh you know like right in your face it's 6 a.m bitch cock-a-doodle-doo motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) like foghorn leghorn says um so that's i just wanted to add that and rooster professions a writer a police officer or a security guard so your choice Uh, security guard Uh, wow yeah wow and famous roosters i picked one of these for you tell me if you know which one it is confucius is a famous rooster and as is michelle pfeiffer (laughs) oh my god michelle pfeiffer is a rooster listen to her if you if you want to get emily like through the roof out of nowhere michelle oh my god michelle pfeiffer Mm -hmm. i wrote a song about her once want to hear it yeah michelle pfeiffer the woman of my dreams she's sexy she's blonde she's a lot older than me that's it (laughs) wow i love michelle pfeiffer so much what a complimentary song that was gorgeous (laughs) michelle Pfeiffer. She listens. Wait, so she listens. Eileen, you're a you're a water monkey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so for any of our listeners, sound? Who, 
But underwater. It just made me laugh like how my mom <laughs> That's a water monkey. Guys, do you learn laugh? That's a good question. Do you learn your laugh? Or are you born with it? Um, well, I faked a laugh for all of high school. Give us your what fake laugh. It? It's the laugh you've been doing this whole time, isn't it? <laughs> no. Um, I really wanted to win best laugh, and I didn't. I got most dramatic, which makes sense since I was faking a laugh the whole time. But this is the laugh oh that I Oh, my God. Did. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny, and I was like, I'm going to get best laugh. That is that was funny. But were you really laughing like that? No, I I was forcing it, faking it. I'm an actor. But people would say something funny, and you would laugh like that. And that's how I would laugh. And like I was starting to get a reputation for like they called it um my my deep throat chuckle is what they called it. <laughs> what if you had to really? What if you really? What if you like had to really laugh? And like it was an you know because laughter is like, I think it's like just an instinct that you do that you don't think about. I that's why I'm I trained I trained myself to do it that way but then no i think your your actual laugh is innate the sounds that just come yeah. out of me I think, you know that's natural but of course nothing's natural in high school everything's so forced yeah because you're finding out who you are and you're trying to be cool and you're trying to be popular yeah. and you're trying to get laid yeah, and you're watching a different disney channel original movie every week yeah. and then reinventing your personality mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. on that like when pixel perfect came out like i changed oh my god completely. pixel perfect was amazing i never saw the ending to it. i always fell asleep too soon i never watched pixel perfect do you want a spoiler yeah Okay, so you know how like in high school, all of our like, all of our like sexual fantasies ended in us being in the hospital and then the person we were in love with coming to visit us. Yeah, that's how everyone's. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you guys didn't think about being like I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm such a dom, <laughs> um, and I have like very heavy German bones. Dom. But like my <laughs> my fantasies are always me being like weakened and somebody coming and being like, oh, "You're in the hospital." So in Pixel Perfect, the pixel. First of all, best part of the movie when the human tries to do a backflip and like breaks her neck. And here I was like a good 120 over that actor's like body mass. And I was like, okay, so if she can't do a backflip, like I am fucked beyond belief mm-hmm. as far as getting a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so the pixel does a backflip, but then at some point the pixel has to go to the hospital. I forget why. Um, she probably had a virus. Oh. Mm-hmm. Put some laughs in there, Eileen. And she goes out in a thunder a lightning storm and she gets sucked back up into the space, into the internet. Oh my god. So Wi Fi oh as we god. call That's it. That's as sad as Titanic. As it was really sad. And it was Titanic. almost as sad. Yeah. As yeah. sad as Titanic. Wow. Listen, at least the hottie in that movie, Raviv Ullman, an actor of Israeli descent, I looked up everything about him. At least in Titanic, Leo's like at least 5'7". Ravi Volman's like 5'2". Do you know how devastating that was to me? I don't care about that now. I don't know who that is. But What's as a child... Ravi Volman? His, his, his working name in the U.S. is Ricky Ullman. Yeah, Ricky Ullman. But oh. his his given name is Ravi because oh. he's from oh, Israel. Really? He was Phil of the Future. He was Phil Oh my of God, the he's he so hot. Wait, what? Yeah, Phil of the Future? loved Phil of the Future. Like, oh my Strangers God. were hot for him. And I was he was the starter pack gorgeous. to watching Smallville. Yeah. Yeah, He's I definitely gorgeous. had a crush on now him. Now look up Tom. I should make a TikTok that yeah. goes bum bum beat um bum bum beat um. What's I wrong love with that me? Trend. You say that about everyone. <laughs> you said that about the cookie crisp wolf uh, last episode. You said that about the cookie crisp wolf. You said the cookie crisp I wolf did. was hot. I said you should make a TikTok with the thing. 
I didn't say he was hot. I said he was strung out on something and probably I think Mary crazy said that sounds hot. hot. That sounds hot. I think that Wait, would be what? well. What? Well, I want to know what Lauren's um. Oh yeah, what are you, Lauren? Bitch. Be for real. Bitch. Wait, Eileen just. Okay, so Eileen, I want to tell you, monkey people, water monkey. If our listeners, if you were born between February fourth, nineteen ninety two, to January twenty second, ninety three, you are also a water monkey. This is a sign of fantasy. You are witty, capable, and eager to learn new things. Usually possessing an above average intelligence, your talents shine through the from a young age. You are not only very smart, you have a good sense of humor and are attractive. No wonder why pe- why you are popular. <laughs> Monkeys adore victory, and paired with their excellence for speaking in public, they make great politicians, PR professionals, and teachers. You have an excellent memory and are great at problem solving. You can be unreasonable sometimes and have the ability to persuade everyone around you that you are doing what is right, despite if that is the truth. Wow, that feels pretty... Selfish... Sorry, go ahead. You're feeling good so far? That feels pretty spot on. Yeah, that sounds Mm -hmm. really like Eileen. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it's like, I'm just reading you guys a list of compliments with one like, and you're so beautiful. Sometimes people do what you say. And you're like, (laughs) I guess I'll take that too. That's actually true about me, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um... Monkeys are very independent and need their own stage, their own space. Monkeys' natural curiosity allows them to excel at any profession they choose. Their skill with their hands enables them to excel at cooking, painting, sculpting, and other manual arts. A water monkey, the monkey's natural element, um, oh, sorry, water and metal, the monkey's natural element, work harmoniously together. Water brings sensitivity and compassion to the monkey. Secretive at times, water monkeys can hide their true feelings and take things too personally. Nevertheless, water monkeys have a keen understanding of how human relationships work. Which I think is true for you, Eileen, because you have a yeah. beautiful relationship with Thank Josh. You, I do. Um, you're you're a good friend. Thanks. Yeah. And you play the game like a pro, like you know where the walls are and where the rules are. Thanks, guys. You know, I'm trying to I make don't know about the stuff with your hands. I've never seen you make anything no, with your hands. I, she, I'm not very she well, I knit a lot. You knit. I Am I kidding? You made me like it. You are knit. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you knit. Bitch. Have you guys seen that? Be that for real. J song where she goes, "Doesn't make us all unite." Have you seen that? <laughs> no, I haven't. But I need to. Oh my to. god, I have to send it to you because it's so funny. Okay. Anyway, thank you, Lauren. Jessie that was great. J. Let's do yours, Lauren. Yeah. You're what's welcome. yours, Lauren? Well, can I just, just for contrast, these are Eileen's professions. Excuse the ambulance. Teacher. I live near a hospital. I love New York City, baby. Mm. You are going to be a movie star, a vocalist, or a town planner. Pick. <laughs> oh. Other God. monkeys include previously mentioned Danny. Imagine DeVito. saying you're either going to be a movie star or a town planner. Wait until you hear my profession. Wow, I can't wait. Let's. Well, let's I'm hear a security it. guard. Security guard, town planner. Let's see what Lauren's going to contribute. Okay, Lauren, what are yours? <laughs> I'm a metal horse. Charming and cheerful, you are very likable. Your vivacity and enthusiasm make you very popular. By the way, this is for any of our hotties that were born between January 27th, 90 and February 14th, 91. You can do everything on your own. You listen to no one and you refuse all offers of help. That's for real. You care a great deal about how others perceive you and, you, and you've got plenty of sex appeal. Mm-hmm. To the curious and sociable horse... Being at a party and meeting new friends works perfectly with your talented and convincing speech abilities. So talking. Keen and observant. Yeah, so talking. (laughs) 
Uh, keen and observant, you are one step ahead of everyone else. Being born in the year of the horse, you have several contradictory aspects to your personality. Proud yet sweet-natured, confident yet insecure, arrogant yet modest, productive yet impatient. The horse is elegant and well-groomed, quick-witted and mentally alert, always cheerful and humorous, enjoys making people laugh, and is quite popular. Metal horse makes this horse more stubborn than other horses. <laughs> you could bring a horse to water, but you can't put a rod in its urethra. <laughs> other famous horses, Antonio Vivaldi and John Travolta, bitch. Nice. Oh, my God. Wait, ha do I have big Danny Zuko energy? Yes, I say that you about myself. You actually do, though. Yeah, Constantly. you actually really do. I know I do because I'm a little stupid. I'm not you're actually not stupid, a little you're stupid, but sometimes I say things that are a little stupid, like when Danny DeVito's like in Greece, when she's like, "Danny, you go here," and he's like, "Yeah, baby, ha, -ha you know how it is," <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> "Wait, so what are your jobs? Uh, yeah, what are your jobs? Okay, like a janitor, a doctor." Or a poet? Are you? Oh my God! Are you making these up? No, it's in my book. So which one? Which one are you gonna choose? I think all doctors are poetic in a way. Huh. It is very poetic to save lives. It is. Yeah, but I think I'd rather be a poet because I don't have to go to school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you don't have to be the janitor of the place where we're gonna work. The movie lot where where Emily's writing and you're mm -hmm. starring. Oh, I'm actually the security. Artist. Yeah, and I'm actually the town planner. So, <laughs> I planned the town. Universal Studios. Yeah, I planned the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Wait, Lauren, I thought that yours was gonna be all negatives. I thought that that was very positive. Yeah, it is positive, but it's not as hard hitting as yours. You understand my pain. I guess it was like uh, you're the most popular, and you're so likes you, and you're so good at speaking, yeah. and you're like striking, and like you stand out. You're very like, striking. Think about, think about a horse as an animal. Like those are majestic creatures. Like horse girls are horse girls for a reason. Like horses demand respect because they are unpredictable they, they and powerful AF. And you kind of, I mean this in the best way. You kind of look like a horse but in a like very, a stallion like like a stallion yeah like just like striking powerful like a face like this is my fucking horse body here it is look at it it's magnificent mm -hmm. yeah you're like a really hot horse yeah you know what i'll take that take it because it does kind of encapsulate my like It does it does account for my like powerful like she she's not good at sports but she's got an athlete's <laughs> kind of bod mm -hmm. you know I'm like a, a like Olympic softball player who became a mom recently is how I would like describe my beautiful <laughs> mm -hmm. corpse that I'm walking around mm -hmm. in totally um, so we got those we just fucking worked out those little readings we quirked them out all the way we should probably move on to two lets what is that yeah we have a huge well we have a huge amount of letters that people have been writing us i mean if you would like your letter answered you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com and we will get to your letter eventually um we try to give genuine advice to your letters and help you guys out especially during this pandemic okay great so we're gonna go ahead and read two letters okay are you gonna you're 
you're reading the first one lauren right yeah i'm gonna read the first one um just go back and forth who goes first so letter number one dear crazy hot i'm a newly out lesbian and i really want to date girls but i have no idea how to flirt seriously how do you flirt with girls I watched a TikTok that said you shouldn't touch them too much because touching equals comfort equals platonic. What? If I like a girl, I'm not supposed to touch her? That can't be right. Please help me. I need a cuddle girl right now, and I am clueless. Sincerely, clueless baby lesbian. Wow. Let's. I think we should turn it over to our resident lesbian in the house. Our in-house, our in-house lesbian. lesbian on call, Emily Evans. She gay. What would yeah, you say to clueless what? baby lesbian? Well, so the question is that you want to spark up something with another girl and you're not sure how to. And someone was like, don't touch them. That's too comfortable. Yeah. It sounds like the question is, how do you flirt with girls? Mm -hmm. And, and she, and this person wants clarification on if touching put somebody in the friend zone girl girl to girl okay great i i think that touching i mean not if you're touching in a not platonic way and i'm not saying like you walk up to her and like grab her you know but it's like a soft hand on the knee i don't touch my friend's knees like that you know and so it's just i think it's where you're touching someone um and then how to hit on a girl i mean if you're gay then you have gaydar I think that all gays have gaydar. It's within you. All it is is recognizing the parts of you that are queer, and pretty soon you'll see that in other people. And so that's a good way to find someone because that's the big one. You don't want to try to make any moves on a straight person because it'll just be painful. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like, how do you hit on someone? I don't know. Talk to them. Be your authentic self. Mm. Um, Definitely... Like be like be your best. I was gonna say be your best bits. Be your best bits. But do, like do your best bits. Show mm-hmm. up. You know. I I mean I I feel like this isn't helpful. It it's I just, definitely like, helpful. Confident. It's very helpful. I think that it's so hard to because well so I'm I'm bisexual but I've never dated a woman and so I I feel for this person but I like I wouldn't I feel like if I were doing this I would just people would just think I was friendly you know i i think there's something pointed about it i feel like whenever i see another queer person i clock them immediately and because i'm kind of psychic there have been plenty of people who i know are queer before they know that they're queer Mm. um and i can say that confidently and so i think it's just if you approach it confidently then you'll know i don't know Mm -hmm. do you think that it's nice or helpful if you ever see somebody that does not know that they're queer yet to talk to them about that no. or is that like no I think too, it's, too it's the same thing with like anybody if you're talking about like getting help um for anything it's like unless someone wants you can bring a horse to water but and so it's like I had a friend who came up to me when I was 15 and was like Emily you're a lesbian and the sooner you admit it to yourself the easier it'll be for everyone around you and mm. it was just like you don't want to hear if you're still figuring out something out out within yourself I had a lot of people call me a lesbian before I came out as a lesbian and it just was hurtful because it's like I don't want anyone to assume that they know me more than I know myself Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. I think if you know that someone's queer I think you can definitely make like a safe space for them and talk about your own relationship with your identity um but to never kind of like push it on them to open up because people have like that's something that people have to do in their own time Mm because otherwise it just won't 
mm-hmm. feel good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. But I guess, That's, but also I think mm-hmm. I, I just got good advice for this person. So if you are trying to start something with someone and you're getting the vibe back and nothing's happening, just know that both of you want to make the first move and that just somebody has to do it. And you mm-hmm. don't have to be like that brave. You cannot want to make the first move. But if the vibes are there and just nobody's making the first move, just someone has to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that hard. And if you're picking up the vibes, they're going to reciprocate it. Mm-hmm. Just like trust that instinct and just like be honest and go for it. Great. Great advice. That's our lesbian That's big sister, advice. Emily Evans, in the house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um Okay, let's and, re- sorry. And then write in and tell us what happens when you use my yes. advice. Yes, and when you use that advice, yes. please write in. I follow up. Or you can DM Emily at M M M. Yeah, it's Emily D E V N Z. Yes, Emily D E V N Z on Insta. E-V-N-Z. She always mm-hmm. checks her requests. No, I don't know if she does. She doesn't. She's too good for I'm that. I'm actually really bad at doing that, but I will because now that I know that this person's going to write in and tell me if they found a cuddle buddy, you know, I'm going to be checking now. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's our second letter for advice. All right. Sorry. Oh, my God. Prosecco has bubbles in it. Okay. (laughs) Crazy hype. What up, what up? And longing to see you live one day. So, yeah, I am a court clerk in New England. Yeah, I have split a quart of Walmart egg salad with my pet python trap snake. And yes, okay, I do have a gorgeous girlfriend named Alexandria F. She is everything to me. She smokes cannabis. We love this joke where she puts a pillow over my groin and knees me repeatedly. And she is a great snake mama to Trappy, my snake I mentioned earlier. The issue is this. She is so mean to people on Craigslist, and it's hurting our standing in the community. I noticed our shared email address, partners busting on each other at nycap.rr.com because we are always busting huge style jokes on each other, that Alexandria has a cease and desist order from the Craigslist of Greater Barrington. She had messaged an older man selling a set of bocce balls that if he didn't accept her bid of nothing dollars and a beefy fucking belch right in your drippy face, she'd whip him in the head with a seatbelt. Shocked, I kept digging. She told a beauty salon order who, uh, owner who was selling ec- excess hair tools to kiss her where she farts. She sent a college student 13 messages, all saying, if you don't give me that textbook, I will break glass Christmas ornaments between my thighs on your front lawn until your parents call the cops, who work for me, by the way. No one has been spared. Our Pentecostal priest, Father Toitness, must have ignored (laughs) her message demanding that he let her have that Easter floral arrangement if he didn't want turd stains all over the remembrance fountain. I am hurt, I am embarrassed, and I am shocked that my kind, sex-loving Pentecostal boobay had such a nasty (laughs) online presence. How Mm. do I handle this? Signed, tugging my snake away from my meanie girl girlfriend. Wow. So I think the question here is, the question is, so your girlfriend has a, has, is basically not who you thought she was. Well, her behavior online doesn't reflect her behavior in person. Yes. Yeah. I think you're giving your advice in the way that you said that question, Eileen. Yes. But let's go to Emily first. Emily, Mm -hmm. what, what advice would you give, um, tugging my snake away from my meanie girl girlfriend sure um dear tugging my snake away from my meanie mean girlfriend 
Um, it sounds like your girlfriend has a lot of feelings that she needs to express and that maybe she is taking that to the internet and to random people on Craigslist and just really, I mean, I guess not random people if they talk to your father at the Pentecostal church, Father Twightness. Um, so I think, you know, it sounds like Alexandria F. Um, just has a lot of feelings that she needs to get out. And I would suggest, you know, talk, like letting her know that you saw this and how it makes you feel and suggesting that maybe she puts it all in a journal. Mm -hmm. um, that would be journaling is my suggestion. Make your girlfriend journal. And then she will harass em people on Craigslist. Yeah. Emily, what, what about the feelings that they may have between them for him looking into the emails that maybe were on their shared account partners busting on each other at nicap.rr.com um, and the feelings that she's going to have for being kind of found out yeah I mean you have to be really sensitive about that but I am someone who I am compulsively honest and if you are going to do something I think that you need to own up to it and so you know she tr she trespassed and invaded her privacy and I think that she should tugging on my snake away from my meanie meanie girlfriend should, you know, own up to the fact that she read the emails and, you know, say, I'm sorry that I invaded your privacy. But if it's a shared email account, though, I guess she's not really. That's what I think is like, why do you have a shared email account? It's not that weird. That That's you also, yeah, maybe we can work on being, yeah. being a little bit more separate in that way. Boundaries, boundaries. are really helpful. Boundaries are difficult to set, but helpful to maintain. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My advice would be, um, I would definitely mention this, get your own email account, just start drawing some boundaries. And ultimately if this behavior doesn't change, um, you are not with the person that you thought that you were with. And I mean, I know that if I found out that my partner were sending really mean emails, I would I would question our entire relationship because that would mean that they're not the person that I thought they were. So also, I think it's OK if they aren't the person and that means you need to leave, I think, you know, but just approach it step by step, you know, tell her what you saw, what you found and then make it clear that you're not OK with that. And if she wants to stay with you there need to be new behaviors happening yeah i mean some nasty language was used yeah. in those um messages that she was sending and i'm just curious i mean this is just me looking for gossip i'm just like did does she talk about you know like wiping turds on people's pillows in real life like is that is that something mm -hmm. new um yeah i mean if it's really a big difference between who you thought you knew and what their online presence is you got to talk about them totally Lauren, do you have anything to add? Sure. Um, yeah, I think I think my headspace would be <laughs> turning on. <laughs> um, I think my headspace would be how soon do I get this side of this person? Mm. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that people can seal off parts of themselves yeah. successfully mm -hmm. for their mm -hmm. whole lives. Um. So that would scare me. It sounds like there is some aggression, as you mentioned, this game where she puts, Alexandra F. puts a pillow over your groin and knees you repeatedly. That sounds like a fairly aggressive play, which you might be into. Mm -hmm. If you're okay with this side of your partner, then I'll say people think what they will all the time. And if you can dial back the physical threats and if you have an aggressive, you know, partner that you, and you don't mind that. Mm -hmm. Um, and you celebrate that, then as long as she's not hurting other people with her words, you don't have to shut that part off on her and you don't have to leave her. 
Um, if you're not okay with that, then I defer to Eileen's advice about possibly ending the relationship. Yeah, so it sounds like just journaling's not enough. So I would build, I would say Emily's advice is like a baseline. Yeah, yeah. She also told like a serial killer, you know, to journal and do like, you know, uh, CBT, like thought records and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Did did you? Um, in a previous unaired episode. Me? Yeah. I actually, they put me in touch with Ted Bundy. <gasps> and Played that's what Zach I told Ron, your crush. In the movie, yeah. But in real life. Yeah. Oh, was that hot? Ted Bundy's got nothing on. Nothing, nothing on Zach Efron. No way. Um, yeah, and I just told Ted Bundy to journal, and as you can see, it worked. Absolutely. He only killed half the amount of people he would have killed if he wasn't journaling. Wow, you are a god. I will say I don't really understand why we find um, serial killers sexy. Like, there's literally nothing sexy to me. Yeah, I don't. About I don't think someone who would murder me. I don't think they are. I just think Ted Bundy was like one of those instances where it was a really attractive person. And there's like this bias in society that attractive Mm -hmm. people are then, you know, good people and people that you can trust. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's very clear. I think, no, I think the hotter someone is, it depends on what they're hot for, I guess. And we've come full circle. We have come full circle. It also reflects the like body um, bias that we have Mm -hmm. in our culture because I've said this a lot, but when you were like... a maniac that's like the best diet there is because you're just fucking running around doing maniac shit <laughs> you have no time to overeat and watch a bunch mm-hmm. of tv like you're plotting to kill people yeah the body of a people. maniac yeah. is hot yeah <laughs> i've i've multiple times thrown out and floated my maniac lifestyle <laughs> to get absolutely shredded which is like stalking folks mm-hmm. like you don't keep good hours you're just gaunt mm-hmm. because you're planning on killing so many folks mm-hmm. Um, you'll get shredded. I mean, Jesus was a zealot. Mm-hmm. All of these other people are maniacs. Common thread, shredded all the shredded. way down. Okay. Do we know if Jesus had a peach? I don't, because there's no back view of the cross. Do you mean a, a dump it's truck? It's just the front. A big, big old dump truck, comp truck. The third. Dump truck, comp truck, <laughs> the third. You know, did Jesus have an ass? Biblical scholars, email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. We want to yes, know. Yes, please do email us. If any biblical figures had mm-hmm. a dump truck ass, we would love to know. Um, Should we move on to the lightning round? I think so. I mean, without editing, because of the bird, we're topping off at an hour 96 right now. So An hour 96? <laughs> no, I'm Two just and a half hours? Yeah, well, no, I'm at like an hour and a ha- an hour and a half. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, this is like unprecedented recording of the bird footage was insane. I am so glad we got that on camera. I mean, that's that's epic. I cannot believe that's always been like a fear, you know, for birds to come Mm -hmm. in because birds are birds are reptiles, right? They're dinosaurs. Yeah, they're dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. I literally there was a dinosaur in my bedroom bedroom. and Mm -hmm. it just came in. Guys, let's do let's do a quick seven things (gasps) about like clickbait titles for this for this episode. That have to do with the bird okay, coming yeah. in. And we'll all go in rotating. Someone will go twice. Who knows what that will be? I don't know. Okay. All right. Eileen, then Emily, then me. Seven things. Wait, what's the question? What the name of this episode could be? Clickbait titles for this episode? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, dinosaur fights lesbian. One. One. <laughs> Emily? Oh, um, uh, a birdie got the baby. Two. Two. Beak week. Dinosaur bird brings queer woman to her feet. 
In flies a scared little dinosaur. Lesbian fights back stronger than she thought. Four. Four. Um, uh, two girls hooking up. One is a bird. Bye. Oh my God. Get in the bag. Get in the bag. Local woman can't get enough of the fur between your two tiny legs. Six. Six. Um... Um, oven mitts do have a use even if you don't cook. Seven. seven. These, these seven things. Seven things. Okay, that's great. Right. That's for free. Two years from now, that's going to cost you $10 at the pit <laughs> theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, bitch. Um, okay, that's here's right, the lightning bitch. round, Emily. We're just going to ask you a few questions. You just have to answer top of your head as fast as you can, okay? Okay, okay. Snow or rain? Rain. Mullets or bowl cuts? Mullet. Would you fuck a ginger, yes or no? That's mean. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Entrapment or embezzlement? Entrapment. Buried at sea or cremated? Cremated. Would you sleep your way to the top, yes or no? No. Is pregnancy even a big deal? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> what animal is Pumbaa? A tiger. <laughs> <laughs> a- Name something that's bullshit. Uh, cat dog. Name a friend. Eileen. <laughs> Best Scrabble word. What? Uh, onomatopoeia. Nice. You passed. With Woo! Flying you did it. Even though you got Pumbaa so hella, so hella wrong. I thought, wrong. Asking, I thought you were asking how Pumbaa sees himself. And Pumbaa, in his mind's eye, is a tiger. I think that is actually very accurate and very clever. I like that a lot. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Emily, it's been an absolute joy. I'm so glad you can Thank come you. on the Pizzity Pod. Is there anything that you want to pliggity plug? Pliggity plug? I mean, you got to... You don't have like a movie that you made or Oh yeah, I did. Eileen and I ma- made a little film together. It's um a psycho thriller film. Come if you want to watch and think and be destroyed. And destroyed. Psycho thriller. Qu'est-ce que c'est? We we don't yet have a date for the release, but it will be coming out. And we don't really even have a title. Have a title. So <laughs> also uh you can write into the podcast if you want to title our film. Um, I'm not going to tell you anything that the film is about. No. Just know that it is spooky. It's spooky and give us a good title. Okay, great. Anything yeah. else, Emily? Your socials? You want to sign up? I mean, my socials? Yeah, absolutely. You can follow me on Insta. Um, it is Emily D. So it's E-M-I-L-Y-D-E-V-N-Z. Um, also, write to the pod if you can think of a better handle for me. Uh, <laughs> I, I think we just did seven things. I think any of the seven things would be a great Dinosaur fights you. lesbian. Yeah. (laughs) Dinosaur fights lesbian is absolutely okay. At dinosaur fights lesbian. Wait, that's actually a good handle. You should actually change it to that. Dinosaur fights lesbian. That's exactly what my brand is. It's so your brand. Mm -hmm. Lesbian fighting a dinosaur. Yeah. Wow. This was so exciting. I can't wait to start writing the queer modern Cinderella version of this. Yeah. But like, actually, though, we should. I'm very. That's actually really. Yeah. And we actually have a friend who is a intimacy coordinator. (gasps) Perfect. Yeah. Oh my god, that she can co- she can coordinate all of the stepsister porn scenes we'll have to do. 
Absolutely. Can't wait. Yeah, wait, I just, tootly. before I go, I want everyone to go around and say something that they think is like hot right now. I'll start, okay? Okay. What do you mean hot right now? I'll, I'll give I'll, I'll give you the example okay. that I think. Okay. It, you know how Oprah does like her things, like Oprah's things? It's like that. It's her like, what do you things? think is hot right now? And so right now, a move that I think is hot is eating the avocado right out of the shell. So you just cut it open, you put a little bit of olive oil, some salt and some pepper, and then you just eat it like that. You don't have to make it into guacamole, nothing. It's good on its own, it's easy, it's lazy, and it's hot. That is, that is hot. Oh my mm. God, I didn't think of anything. Oh. Um, I was gonna make you go next because I don't have a fucking idea okay, on my whole body. Okay, something that I think is hot right now is um, people who are just able to um, admit that they are like having a hard time and and not let it affect them like like at all. Actually, that's not hot. That makes me angry. So never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm gonna say people who wear who wear like multiple necklaces, which is why I'm wearing multiple necklaces. I think that's really hot. That is hot. Yeah, that is hot. Mm-hmm. Lauren. I think it's hot when you have greasy hair and you're like, I'm not going to let it denigrate me. Absolutely. I'm not going to act different like a scum clown because my hair hasn't been washed. And, you know, we know here at Crazy Hot Pod, we love Olaplex, but. I used it today. I used a little vilish. Yeah, we know, Eileen. (laughs) She's she's swagging out, right? So I haven't used Olaplex. I'm fiending Mm. for it. Um. And my hair, it does make your hair a little bit more greasy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I have one thing that's not like fixed, I'm like, well, I'm a slob today. Guess I'm going to try to eat a dry pasta noodle, even though that hasn't been cool since I was mm-hmm. six. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to schlick my hair back. I'm going to do the KJ, Kendall Jenner, TikTok look. Well, you look amazing. And I'm, g- thank you. You know, yeah, it's, really it's like, yeah, it does look really good. I feel like Lucy Liu in that scene where she goes into the building and just yells at all those men. Yeah. Hell yeah. The the second best part of Charlie's Angels. Fuck yeah. What's the first best part? <laughs> Sam Rockwell. <laughs> I, I totally get that, yeah. though. The idea of, like, when just, like, one thing's off, then it's like, oh, I feel like I can't be hot. And that's, mm-hmm. that's you know, I think mask me is hot right now, too. Because it means that you're wearing a mask and you're being safe. And so if you have mask me, that's actually making you hotter. Because yes. if you don't have mask me, I do not trust you. That's right. Mm-hmm. That is the point of this podcast is to give a platform to things that are hot that are not conventionally hot or physically celebrated. Yeah, that's right. You know what else is hot? Sometimes, and I hate to say this, I can't believe I'm saying it, but smelling a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will lose my mind. I have a huge thing about smelling. I'm so paranoid about mm-hmm. it. And my boyfriend loves when I smell a little yeah, bit. So yeah, so I mean, weirdly. Yeah, it's like it's reptile brain. That's the part of your brain that's just like an animal. And it's just like you smell that other person's like pheromones Mm -hmm. and stuff and Mm -hmm. you're attracted to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So smelling, I do think it's hot. I I have to like go in the bathroom like back in the before times when we were out in public. I would have to go in restrooms and put my armpits underneath the blow dryer because my armpits just have so much wetness. My armpits are so wet. They're so freaking (laughs) wet. Um. Mm -hmm. I spray myself with Febreze. Like I spray, I spray like the crotch of my jeans and my armpits with Febreze. Oh my god! I, I sprayed my, my clothes. It's like my summer scent when I was young. In college, and yeah. I like, and I didn't know. Yeah, the freshman year of college, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness! Like 
And that's so crazy that women are taught to be ashamed of, you know, their vaginas and, and their natural scent. But I was like, I absolutely have to spray this glitter mist body spray onto my vagina oh. so that I can be hot. Oh no, that's terrible. Emily, did you get yeast infections? It's bad. Um, I actually did not. That's good. But I actually probably did have yeast infection, just didn't know. Oh, she's wealthy. She, she doesn't wealthy. know. Can you imagine She's wealthy. wealthy. You guys, you guys I actually um, have to go soon. App. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was just having so much fun. <laughs> no, well, we were having so much fun. Point to me. I just realized the time. I didn't realize it had been so long. Oh my god. I want to be on every episode. <gasps> I know. We should just rotate who hosts, and then we each get to be on. This was hot. No, we'll talk about it later. You could be um, Emily, you thank you so much for coming. You're the best. You're the biggity, biggity best. And we love you. And mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. This is crazy hot. We're crazy hot. And so are you. Join <gasps> us next time when we discover what crop circles mean. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> we already know. That's why she sounds crop so Crop circles excited. are hot. Okay. Bye. 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 Goodbye now. Bye. And caught. You did it. Another crazy hot on the books. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're you're hot hot as as fuck. fuck. That's perfect.